0: One of his passions now is to help bridge the gap so that others can discover the true light, which gives light to everyone entering the world. Now, here's Mike Shreve revealing the true light. What is the New Age Movement? This is
1: a term that covers a lot of territory spiritually. It can reach all the way to the left and embrace the dark side of the occult, like Wicca, witchcraft, paganism, and even Satanism. It can reach all the way to the right and embrace things like success seminars and positive thinking teachings that do not even deal with the basic concept of God and yet incorporate certain New Age principles. It is generally a movement within our society and world based on a man-centered or humanistic approach to the revelation of who we are and what our destiny is. Originally, the term New Age came from a belief in astrology, in an astrological age called the Aquarian Age. You might even remember the song The Age of Aquarius in the Broadway musical Hair. Well, that's a reference to what would also be called the New Age. According to certain astrological teachings, we are presently moving from the Piscean Age, which is supposedly an age of knowledge and scientific advancement, into the Aquarian Age, which is supposed to be an age of spiritual enlightenment and harmony on the planet. Most New Agers subscribe in some way to the idea that we are transitioning spiritually into this brand new era during which drastic positive spiritual changes will take place on our planet. And this will culminate in a much higher level of consciousness and a spiritual atmosphere that will pervade the world, uh, the likes of which we've never known. One of the main beliefs is that everyone in the world will be walking in God consciousness. However, from a New Age perspective, God consciousness means a conscious awareness that you are God, which is, of course, the absolute opposite of the truth. However, within the context of some of what I've said, it could be said that Christians— actually believe in a new age, because most Christians believe in a coming kingdom age, a time when the Messiah will reign on this planet for an amazing era of peace and harmony and heaven-on-earth conditions. Some believe for a literal 1,000 years, according to Revelation 20 verses 1 through 6. However, it must be emphasized that the correct interpretation of this New Age, if you refer to biblical passages, is much, much different than the New Age subscribed to by New Agers. So the biblical phrase, the Kingdom Age, and the modern term, the New Age, are really references to two radically different concepts that actually contradict each other in many essential areas of doctrine. Now, listen closely. I believe this will help you assimilate and draw into your mind exactly what the New Age is all about. It is a unique movement. Unlike most formal religions, it has no sacred text. It has no central organization. It has no membership role. It has no recognized, ordained, formal clergy. It has no geographical center, no set dogma, no creed that is universal to all New Agers. The New Age is a free-flowing spiritual movement. It's a network of practitioners who share somewhat similar beliefs and practices, which they can add on to whenever they want to and assimilate beliefs out of many religions and many types of spirituality because their emphasis is not on objective truth, but subjective truth. The key thing that I just said was they share somewhat similar beliefs and practices. So I felt like it would be important if we explore what these similar beliefs and practices are. Now, I have a list of about 15, and I do not believe we'll be able to reach an explanation of all of them on this podcast. In fact, this is most likely part one of a two-part podcast, uh, and the next one will be next week or the next podcast in the series. Uh, I'd like to explore at least about seven or eight of the beliefs that normally are held to one degree or another by someone you could term a New Ager. Number one is fascination with the supernatural. Most New Agers are very attracted to supernatural experiences. They are passionate seekers of spirituality. They are not interested in mere religion, rules, regulations, rituals, rites, all of these pale in significance when compared to the personal experience of supernatural reality. However, there are very few, if any, boundaries defining which spiritual experiences are valid and right and which are erroneous and wrong. Instead, supernatural phenomena, promise through various worldviews, are usually embraced as equally legitimate syncretistically fused together into one belief system. So various mystical practices are aimed in the life of a New Ager toward exploring the supernatural realms or awakening various supernatural powers or supernatural states of consciousness within the seeker. Number two, another unifying belief of all New Agers Almost all New Agers subscribe to pluralism, which is the idea that all religions are different and equally valid paths to ultimate reality, and no one worldview can fully unveil the truth. All religions are one. The third primary belief that identifies New Agers is the belief in an impersonal God an impersonal God. Most New Agers agree that ultimate reality is an impersonal cosmic energy. And when I say impersonal, I mean a non-thinking, non-hearing, non-seeing, non-speaking, non-emotional, non-responsive life force from which all personal beings originate, and into which all personal beings will ultimately be absorbed. You could liken it to what is called the force in Star Wars. Uh, That's basically just an energy, a cosmic energy that fills the universe, that empowers human beings, but not a personal god that you have relationship with. Now, some New Agers do believe in in both a personal and an impersonal aspect to the Godhead. And so you need to qualify that statement. The fourth unifying belief of most New Agers is pantheism. Now pantheism comes from two words, pan and theos, that mean all is God. So pantheism is the belief the universe is an emanation of God and therefore all things have a divine essence. The cat is God. The dog is God. The tree is God. The flowers are God. Everything has a divine essence at its core. In absolute pantheism, God does not exist apart from the natural cosmos. Here is a three-word statement that really defines what pantheism is, All is God. And you can reverse it, too, and say God is all. Most New Agers subscribe to that. The fifth unifying belief among most New Agers is monism. Monism is the belief that all things in the universe are of one essential substance. And it gives rise to statements like, I am the universe. I am one with all things in that particular mindset, there's no room for a dualistic view of God transcending creation or being apart from creation. Because in this mindset, and here's another three-word statement, all is one. And you can reverse it and say one is all. So pantheism is the idea that all is God, Monism is the idea that all is one, and most New Agers believe to both those viewpoints. Number six is the sacredness of nature. Because everything in the natural universe is believed to have a divine essence, often New Agers practice nature worship, sometimes even declaring a goddess associated with the earth and could therefore be called an earth religion. I think it's because of this belief that the earth is divine, the earth is sacred, that most New Agers are very environmentally conscious, which can be a very good thing. Unfortunately, many Christians don't really care about whether or not the environment is polluted. Jesus is coming again, so he's going to fix the problems. Well, of course, there's a certain element of truth to that. But I think we should consider ourselves as sons and daughters of God, the custodians of this planet. And I believe we should be, of all people, the most concerned about keeping nature uh, uncontaminated and unpolluted. But anyway, number six is a belief in the sacredness of nature. Now, the seventh unifying belief that most New Agers adhere to is the divinity of man. Those who subscribe to a New Age philosophy deify human beings. They teach that we all have a divine nature, a divine essence, giving rise to affirmations like, I am God. You are God. We are all God. In fact, that's what the greeting that you hear people use in many yoga classes, namaste, where they bow slightly and uh, and and fold their hands together in greeting one another. Actually, that is an admission or a declaration that I bow to the God in you. I bow to the essence of divinity in you. I recognize that you are God and you recognize that I am God, which of course is the antithesis of the truth. It's absolutely opposite to the truth. Because if you believe that human beings are God, the problem is if you ascribe divinity to man, the next logical step is ascribing evil, darkness, and sinfulness to God. All things, including the evil, the most horrible evil that is rampant in this world, is an emanation of God. So A New Ager will ascribe a dual nature to ultimate reality. And actually, that's uh, the meaning of the yin-yang symbol. You have two teardrops within a circle. One is white and the other is black. And of course, they are united within one circle. That's a way of saying that in ultimate reality is both darkness and light, both evil and good, which of course cannot be true because the Bible says God is light and in him is no darkness at all. But if pantheism is true, if all things are God, if monism is true, if all things are one, and if the divinity of man is true, that we are God, then you have to believe that God is both evil and good, because all of this came out of God in the very beginning. Which, of course, is absolutely opposite to the truth. God exists apart from the universe, and therefore the evil that is here cannot be ascribed to him. Now, that's the first seven unifying beliefs of those who term themselves New Agers. On the next program, I'm going to go into eight more beliefs that are common to those who are a part of what we call the New Age Movement. And this is going to help you identify the New Age when you see it. When you come around people who emphasize spirituality above theology or a correct doctrinal base, then most likely they're going to wander over into these areas. I'll look forward to sharing the rest on the next episode.
0: Thank you for joining Mike Shreve today on Revealing the True Light. And thank you for opening your mind and your heart to the truth. Be sure to subscribe on iTunes, cpnshows.com, or wherever you listen to podcasts so you don't miss new episodes. You can explore the beliefs of many world religions more deeply by ordering Mike Shreve's book titled In Search of the True Light. We also invite you to visit our website, thetruelight.net, and sign up to be part of our global Internet family.